what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. Leadership GPS, insightful conversations about leadership and what it takes to be successful in today's rapidly changing organizations. Hello and welcome to Leadership GPS. This is the show here on The Mesh where we talk about leadership styles, leadership practices, helpful information for those either in leadership positions or maybe some of you that are hoping to aspire for leadership positions in the future. Uh, I'm Alan Jackson with the Jackson Group. With me, as always, Tony Jackson, uh, father, mentor, my own personal leader. How you doing, Dad? I'm fine after hearing that. That's yeah, great. See, Thank I don't fluff you up a little said bit that here. You? <laughs> and uh, we're just here to talk about some, some leadership practices and styles that we've come into contact with. You know, Tony, you know, my, my father here does a lot of leadership development, coaching, training, uh, and, and helping people uh, elevate their leadership styles and some of their uh, uh, leadership roles within the organization. So what we're here to talk about is getting some advice and information and topics for discussion for those looking to elevate their own role in an organization, to grow into more of a leadership role or position, or if you're already in a leadership role, maybe you're just looking for some advice or help uh, in managing that, 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 that tricky world of leadership that we all sometimes have to face. We've talked about some topics in the past, such as uh, communication styles. We've talked about the, the hardships of leadership and some of the difficult things we have to deal with. And today's, I think, is also one of those difficult topics, Dad, that is tough for a lot of people. I think uh, many people wrestle with it. It's the idea of constructive criticism, mm. the idea of giving some thoughts and opinions back to somebody about how they're doing something wrong, but trying to do it in a very constructive, positive way. So we're going to talk a little bit about the idea of constructive criticism. That's well. Let me kind of change the wording on that for you. Oh, you're going to change the wording on on the on the on yeah, the, on the whole topic. episode. Is that okay? Wow. Yeah, oh, is that sure. right? I mean, because yeah. part of the problem and why this is difficult for people is that we do use the word criticism. Okay, criticism is never heard as positive. I mean, there's just no way for people to put out criticism of anything and for people to jump up and down with it and say. Man, that's great. Thanks for being critical of what I just did. Well, it's got the, even the, got the core word of critic in it right away. Yeah. And that almost implies that I'm going to knock apart. you down. I'm going to pick you apart. That's exactly right. Okay. And so how about we think about constructive feedback? Ooh, okay. I like that better. You do? Yes, right. I do. So constructive feedback is yeah. what we're really talking about. That's right. Because feedback is nothing more than reflecting back to the person what they've already done, said, been involved with, whatever it is. It's like a mirror. It's like an echo. You know, you don't initiate anything. You don't mm-hmm. come up with anything that the person's not expecting or doesn't already know has happened. You're just reflecting it back to them through a different way of looking at it. Uh, think about it. we're in an audio studio here. So what happens? What's this term that audio people use when there's feedback, you know, microphone feedback? What's that mean? Uh, feedback means you're getting some of the audio back to you, and it's kind of it's, it's a little overpowering at times. It can be loud, piercing type of thing. Right, yeah. right. But it is getting back rather than creating anything new, right? That's correct. It's yeah. not creating new sound. It's taking sound that's already been generated and pushing it back to you. Yeah. yeah. And that's, I think that's the best thing we can look at here, what we're talking about in order to be constructive in our feedback process is to stop thinking of it as being critical. Okay. Right. I think it is giving back to the person what they've already done. Well, it's true because when you hear the term constructive criticism, there again, the implication is that you're going to hear something negative. Mm-hmm. It may be presented to you in a very productive way, but it's still something negative that you're doing wrong. Yep. Yep. Where really we need to be focusing more on both 
good and bad things that we're feeding back. Constructive feedback can be feedback on things that you're doing positively that you can maybe even work on doing better sure, and other things sure. like that. That's exactly right. It's not always picking apart critical things that you're doing wrong. Or if a person's on a path toward being successful at what they do, but there's a little bit of a detour because of something to do or how they do it, this is kind of mid-course correction. Mm-hmm. It's making them aware of what they're doing or not doing that's good or not so good based on where they want to get to okay. you know, on their pathway there. So if we're going to use the term constructive feedback – and you answered a little bit of this question already, but so why is this such a necessary tool? Why is this such a necessary thing for anybody in a leadership role well, to, to be able to do, to know how to If you say leader, well? I, again, I'm going to change your language just for a moment. Let me talk about the manager person mm-hmm. and why it's needing to be done and why it's mandatory that it be done there. The manager, you know, remember that what we've talked about before, there's a difference between being a manager and a leader. Mm-hmm. Um, sure, the same person can be both. There's no doubt about that. Or he can be one or the other. But a manager manages things and processes, whereas a leader leads people. Mm-hmm. Okay? Now mm-hmm. keep that in mind. Got it. If you think about then constructive feedback for the manager, a manager is required to give feedback to people that are working towards those things that need to be accomplished mm-hmm. in the organization. So they have to provide the mid-course correction. They're legitimately the role person that says, this is not right, do it this way. Mm-hmm. You know, gee, you stepped off the line there, let's get back on track with this. Or are you aware you're doing such and such, here's a different way to do this. They have to do that because their end objective is not being reached otherwise through the people who are the productive resources. Okay. The difference for a leader, though, is a leader really wants to give feedback to be a help, hmm. to help the person be okay. successful. It's a matter of approach and intent, all right? The manager says, you need to hear this because otherwise we're not getting to where we need to be right? with your behaviors or whatever it might be. The, the leader says, I want you to be successful. And to do that, we need to talk about this one thing that's getting in the way. So what, what I'm almost hearing here is then that people who are just strictly managers mm-hmm. and they're not really that focused or concerned about the, the, the growth and development of that employee <laughs> – mm-hmm they're probably going to be a little more resistant in general to giving that constructive feedback because they're, again, if they're not driven to want to see that employee uh, grow, there's no real reason to do it. Well, the motives aren't there as well. They can fill out their performance review form and just file it away, and that's all I have to do. (laughs) Leaders are the ones that say, you know what, maybe they're going to be less resistant to the idea of wanting to give constructive feedback because they honestly want to see those employees grow and, and develop. Well, you know, it's interesting that you mentioned the uh, performance evaluation uh, process that a lot of organizations use and some have to use. Right. And, you know, those started out years and years ago, back in the 1800s, as a very tangible way of recording feedback to people that do workforce. Okay. All right. And <laughs> I have to tell you, I think the most humorous, but also one of the most enlightening examples, one of the first recorded types of evaluations mm-hmm. came from mid 1800s from a cavalry officer in the mm-hmm. Southwest. Mm-hmm. And evidently, and this has been found in the archives wherever, so I'm kind of making this part up, but it, it's out there somewhere. Sure. Creative license. It's That's okay. right. Yeah. Um, they found this write-up and evaluation that a captain did of his lieutenant. Mm-hmm. And in the write-up, it says, uh, Lieutenant Jones um, has never made the same mistake twice. And then dot, dot, dot. Mm-hmm. But I'm quite sure he's made every mistake at least once. <laughs> 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 sometimes sometimes we, we feel that in the art of giving feedback, 
we aren't comfortable just being critical and corrective. We have to also lace it with some positives somewhere along the line. Mm-hmm. Never made the same mistake, but. But, right. Let me tell you another example of that. Not related to an evaluation. I'll get back to that in a moment. But just recently, in our own company, mm-hmm. uh, another consultant and I were talking about a feedback process, and, and uh, she indicated that she had advised somebody to use the Oreo approach, like an Oreo cookie, three parts. Okay. Right? One side, the meat or the juicy part, and then the other side. Mm-hmm. Now, this is appropriate since, what was it, Oreo had their 100th anniversary this week? Did they really? Yeah, they did. Oh, you're being right. very it's a major timely event. topical then. So. Alan, that's <laughs> a major event. You <laughs> I, should never have overlooked that. See, I eat Oreos every day, so I don't really know when to... <laughs> no, I don't really. I know. <laughs> but, so I don't really know when to celebrate uh, more But your boys, I know how to twist them apart oh, and, and yeah. rake off the good feeling with their teeth. We and may, have, and dip and milk. We may yeah. have to celebrate this weekend just to make up for that. I so, yeah. Okay. Sure. Anyway, she advised this person to use the Oreo approach and giving feedback, which basically is also call a sandwich approach to giving feedback to people and i have a problem with this because it means that you the one side you start off by giving something positive then slap the meat to it or the juicy stuff in the middle of the real by the juicy stuff you're meaning the tougher the the more critical yeah yeah the the, the actual meat of what you're trying to get across and then you close it off with something positive again i don't i don't like that alan i mean it's it's useful but it's usually useful to getting yourself out of a hole and making you feel better about giving the feedback I'm a strong advocate of simply saying, look, I want you to be successful, mm. and there's something getting your way right now, and here's what it is. Okay. All right? Get right to the point. And because otherwise, suppose that I were evaluating you right now or giving you some constructive feedback, I thought, and I start off by saying, um, Alan, I want to sit down with you for a few minutes and talk to you about just how well you're doing in our company. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's just... I'm just very impressed with your approach to things, your entrepreneurial spirit, and and uh, how you communicate with people and those types of things. And but I hear uh, I hear a butt coming. Do you, you really? That thump thump thump. I do. Here comes the butt. That's right. And that's exactly what happens. Mm-hmm. People feel they're being set up. Mm-hmm. They keep waiting for the axe to fall, the butt to come in there, or the however. And so, starting off positive usually only makes the person giving the feedback feel a little bit softer about it. Right. I'm much more in favor of simply saying, look, I need to talk to you. Yeah. I want to talk to you because you're a friend. I want to talk to you because you're a colleague. I want to talk to you because they're a person I care about. I want to talk to you because I want you to be successful. Mm-hmm. I want to come at it from that standpoint and then say, here's something I want you to hear from me. Yeah. This is getting in your way right now. That's, this is a bugaboo. See, I, I, would, I, would just compl- I, I think somebody would appreciate that so much more. Because it's honest, it's candid, and it really does feel like it's not trying to fit into some sort of formula yep. that that yep. person has been going through on a discussion like that. Yeah, so, absolutely. Um, I, I like the framing, too, of I want you to be successful, so here's what we're going to talk about that you yep. can do. People want to hear that because you can't – I can't imagine anybody would say, well, I don't want to be successful, so I don't yeah, want to hear this. Right. I mean, they are going to say – Oh, please tell me because I want to hear this kind of feedback. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, to me, that's a great way to start any type of feedback process. Mm-hmm. And I want you to be successful. And here are some things that you need to continue doing that are working well for you. Or here are some things that are getting your way right now, stumbling blocks. So why, so why, and I'm, I'm throwing you a softball here, so this is an easy question. I can use one like that. <laughs> but why, why is it necessary for anybody, manager, leader, whatever the role being, to give this constructive feedback on a more regular basis, on a more as-needed basis, as opposed to, well, I'm just going to wait for their performance review to come around a year from now or nine months from now and just fill out their form and give it to them. Mm-hmm. Why, why is this process of just feedback when feedback is needed 
so important for a good leader? I don't know. Okay, well, uh, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is a, it's an easy one, but it's an easy one to answer, but it's not an easy one to do in practice. Yeah. And here, here's, here's several reasons. We have dug our own hole when it comes to giving constructive feedback to people in organizations. Leader or manager doesn't matter. Part of our obligation, and I'll put it that way rather than role, our obligation to the people we really care about and want to be successful or are charged with helping them be successful as a manager is to give them feedback. Right. We have dug our own hole because we have in so many organizations relegated the feedback process to a concise, neat little package once a year, mm-hmm. okay, called the annual evaluation. I have seen organizations try to do annual evaluations four times a year, so quarterly evaluations, I guess, in a formal mm-hmm. sense. Same effect. It's a quarterly event to get over and done with. I read an evaluation just recently. When the vice president of HR in an organization I work with said, let me show you something. And he pulled out, and, he, and I had to agree to confidentiality, but he showed me this person's record about an evaluation that was filed on this person. Mm-hmm. And the write-up section, all the check marks were in the left-hand column, which is the strongest column, except one, because I think they felt guilty about not having something negative. Well, there's, there's those times where you don't want to give yeah. everything positive, so you got to right. find something to knock them something down with down a little bit. Right. Anyway, they're all down that, that mostly the left, left side. And then in the write-up block below, it was nice, flowerly written, and very positive, very typically kind of specific, which we like to see, but very glowing type of testimonial right. to the person. Okay. All right. Not as specific as like, but there. I said, okay, this could be improved at such and such, and it raised some question about being too positive, but, you know, okay, what, what's your point? And show me this. He said, well, let me show you one from the year before. Mm-hmm. All right, the year before. Yeah. Right. Brought the same person's evaluation form from the year before, mm-hmm. compared the two side by side, and they were identical. Uh-huh. Even to the verbiage in the write-up box, verbatim, oh, wow. word for word, same stuff, except at the very end of that little block, the person says, and this person continues to do well. <laughs> That's all and it continued wow. like that. And what it was was a very demonstrative example of that a lot of managers, particularly, I think managers would be more appropriate there, see a feedback process as being relegated to the once-a-year evaluation mm-hmm. and an event to get over and done with. Yeah. All right. If I can copy what I did before and say, well, you're still on track, Alan. No problem. You know. Well, is there – That's not it. I mean, why, why do some people resist giving more uh, constant feedback and more uh, engaging feedback as opposed to the forum? I mean, is it a – uncomfortableness is it a time issue it's both of those it's it's at least two and maybe three things all right right. Uh, but one the third one's probably related to the first one there is some discomfort all Mm -hmm. the time and what's the discomfort come from well discomfort can come from i don't know how to say this to the person and have them not be offended by it well a danger of offending that's right danger of offending it could be and maybe this is the third thing i was thinking about a moment ago but it could be that there's discomfort because it sounds like we're over you and I know how to do things, so I'm going to tell you. I'm going to be instructive. Kind of pulling rank a little bit. And Almost just as though the person could turn around and say, wait a minute, I've seen you do worse. Or, ah, you know, okay. why, who are you to be giving me this type of feedback? That's right. All right? Sure. So <clears throat> I think those two things cause discomfort. The third point of discomfort could be that this person just simply doesn't know how to skillfully give feedback to people. Mm-hmm. And there's an art to that. Sure. Okay. Uh, but why else wouldn't they do this? Well, 
maybe, maybe there's another reason to, and that's time. Mm-hmm. The thing I see being the biggest hindrance of people doing uh, routine, regular, and I won't say routine, uh, as needed, on the spot feedback mm-hmm. throughout the year, rather than just waiting to an evaluation, is a time constraint. I've often told people this, and we do it when we do uh, employee surveys, Alan, in, in organizations. One of the things that people relate to most frequently as being less frequently done than they need is feedback about the performance, mm-hmm. coaching about growth opportunities, constructive but also positive feedback to people, and that type of thing. Sure. They, they score those things lower. Is Absolutely. this being done? Well, not, not as much as we think. And even though all the other scores may be glowing, those things are less done. But, you know, when we do a little study, an intuitive study, and that's, that's the organization, well, how, how's business and how's things going? Oh, we're so busy. We're so pushed, you know, such right. and such and such and such. Leaders and the manager's bar has been elevated. And you know what? To, to remind people to say, you know what? Take time to dialogue mm. with your folks one-to-one about yes. how they're doing. It's tough. Yeah. It, it, it really just is. means I've got to take time to do that, too. That's right. And you get the roll of the eyes and, oh, my gosh, and that type of thing. So I think there's a natural barrier, natural hindrance. That's why I think the leader in a person has to be the one to step back and say, despite the lack of time, despite my discomfort or perhaps lack of skill, I want to do this because it's helping that person be successful. Well, and I can almost argue, too, that to me the time issue is probably the core root because – even those people that are uncomfortable giving that kind of feedback, if they had the time available to make themselves start giving more feedback, they would become more comfortable with it over time. I think in a way, sometimes it's that whole hindrance of, well, I'm not comfortable doing it and I don't have the time. So because of that, I'm not going to go talk to that person or I'm not going to do this. Sure. When Sometimes it's just you got to force yourself to get into a schedule of saying, you know what, this week I've got to go talk to these individuals and spend some time with them and give them some feedback. The more I get in a routine of doing that, it does become part of my my normal routine to do this. I, I agree. I get more comfortable agree. with it's it. It's like rounding. You yeah. know, people have to remind sure. themselves to round. I worked with a CEO, I mean, excuse me, a senior vice president one time in Oklahoma City who was a very introverted person. So introverted. I mean, it was just painful to try to talk with him or listen to him if he decided to talk. And he was concerned about that because everybody in the organization would always mark him down on surveys about inaccessibility, lack of visibility, that type of thing. Right. Hard to get to knowing. So we, we said, look, you know, this is where you go against the grain. Sometimes you've got to structure ways to be more visible mm-hmm. in the organization in his case. So we said, look, never invite a manager or director anymore to come to your office to meet with you as a senior vice president. Call mm-hmm. them up and say, can I stop by and talk yes. to you for a few minutes? But on your way there, go one route there through the organization, take another route back. Hmm. Just a very mechanical, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it that way, accomplished a number of things. First of all, the the vice president called me up later on and said, you won't believe what a difference this has made. He said, Mm -hmm. I don't get those markdowns anymore about visibility or lack of visibility. He said, you can't believe the number of people that won't stop and talk. So he was just very impressed at just by tweaking a little bit of his routine Mm-hmm. And deciding to do something differently accomplish a number of objectives about visibility, accessibility, responsiveness, and that type of thing. Well, it really is put in that situation. It was putting a process on something that, even though we're we were kind of advocating early on not to make this kind of performance right. feedback a process, right. but yet if that's something that works better for you to say, I need to get myself in a routine. As long as that routine doesn't come across to the employees as I'm here to do my daily round well, and I'm absolutely. here to check off the list. And absolutely. It needs to be still natural, but yet if it needs to be in a process for yourself yep. to guide yourself, I think that's And okay. that's just, that's a subtle, yeah, yeah, exactly right. You're right on target. And, and to, to prove the point, I'm going to give you another example. Mm-hmm. Okay. I love stories anyway, but one of the first 
hospitals, hospitals I've worked with in, but um, organizations I've ever worked with, the CEO had feedback from his managers and employees about mm-hmm. we never see him. Right. He's up in his office the whole time. We just never see him. There's a gap between employees and senior leadership and all that. And um, he got a little fed up with it. He said, okay, all right, I'm going to do this. He said, I've got a problem doing this, but I'm going to set it up so I can be more visible. Every Friday from 4 to 5 o'clock for an hour for the next six weeks, I'm going to be in the cafeteria in the back corner over there. If you want to come and see me, come on down and see me. And then in the first week, he called me up on the phone. He said, Tony, said, I knew this wouldn't work. I was there for an hour, actually a little bit more than an hour. And one person came by, stuck his head in the door and said, I just want to see if he was here. And then left. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I'm not doing this anymore. Oh, well, that was so artificial. I mean, yeah. so unlike the guy in Oklahoma, that was a, kind of blended into what he should be doing anyway. Yeah. Let's get back to the key point, though. Let's not forget the fact that ongoing feedback constructive feedback can be positive or negative mm-hmm. but it doesn't have to be an event right walking and, and talking to a person and coming in and saying oh man look that's great work you know right. somebody working on a new design said man that's looking sharp that's good yep. that's constructive feedback that's of course right. what you're doing is reinforcing something that the person is working on you're doing it right in other words continue doing it right well there's two values to that as well i mean one if it's part of some sort of formal routine where well, I'm going to give this person feedback, but I'm only going to do it every six months at the certain meeting we have, yep. there's a lot of gap of time there that yep. you sometimes have to fill where if somebody's doing something that's not helping the organization as much, that could go on for five or six you months before you talk process. about it. That's exactly. right. You need to interrupt it somewhere along And the then two, you also build up some anxiety for some of your employees if you say, all right, uh, three weeks from tomorrow, we're going to sit down and I'm going to give you some feedback. <laughs> you know, all of a sudden right. for the next three weeks, oh my God. What, what does that mean? I don't know what I'm going to – I like the idea of more of a stopping in, dropping in. How are you doing? Impromptu. I want to give you some feedback on a couple of things I noticed that I think might help you out a little bit or help the organization a bit. Or not even, um, not even say I want to give you some feedback, like oh, then yeah, the antenna sure. go up. You, right. you, but you can say – suppose that you pass a graphic designer's workstation. You look and see something really starkly good that they've done. Right. Complimenting and saying, man, and use a person's name, mm-hmm. personalize it. Say, Jim, that looks dazzling. That is great. That's going to pop out to people. Sure. Good stuff. Okay. Great work. He feels great about that. Absolutely. Great feel about it because I did it right. And it's encouraged to continue that line of design. But suppose that you came by the same workstation with Jim again on another day. He's working on a different project. Yeah, it looks just pretty bad. It just didn't grab you. It just, you know, you could tell he's rushed through that design or whatever. Yeah. All right, so Rather than sitting that? there and you don't come out and say, Jim, boy, you screwed that up. What, you know, what are you doing? That's right. Right. Yeah. What's on your mind? You know, but you can come say, hmm, that's, that doesn't look like your normal quality of work. Hmm. Have you thought about such and such? Okay. Or if it's just a little minor tweaking and all that, say, oh, that's, I think that's a, yeah, that's a good start. But, you know, my first look at it, it doesn't grab me. Yeah. Have you thought about maybe doing such and such and such and such? Okay. So both both times you're not telling somebody their work is bad. No. Uh-uh. You're no. saying to them, I like the phrase, actually, this doesn't appear to be up to your standard of quality. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What that means is they have a high standard of quality, which sure. ought to be is which a Which is already compliment. a positive reinforcement. That's right. Mm-hmm. It's just saying this one particular example, you're not matching it. Yep. yep. Um, I think people are going to respond to that a lot better yep. as opposed to, ooh, I, I don't like that at all. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you're doing there. Mm-hmm. That's that's just not going to work as yeah. well. Yeah. So. You're not you're not flowering it up. You're not being condescending. You're basically saying, "I know you're capable of good work." Then this example, I don't think you're meeting your normal standards. Yeah, so yep. that's okay. okay. That's right. Sometimes you can be very direct. Suppose a person is um, 
making a presentation and they're, and they're talking about really good stuff. Good uh-huh. stuff's been done. Right. But they get, I don't know, they get off target or they ramble or they can't form all their words quite right and people start noticing that more than the message you're sending out to right. people. Mm-hmm. So if you want to get feedback on something like that, approaching the person said, man, I like what you were covering the other day. It sounds like we got a lot of good stuff going on in your division or your work area and that type of thing. It's good stuff. Said I got distracted a little bit by seeing to get off topic once in a while. Right. I had to pull myself back in. Might be just something you need to be aware of. Yep. Sometimes you have to be a little bit more directive, a little bit more forceful. And again, that's usually best done when you have a legitimate position over a person supervising them. It's tough if it's just colleague to colleague. Yeah. To say maybe you ought to try, you know, or well, colleague I don't think to colleague is good. I, I do want to get a little bit later and ask about from the employee side yep. receiving feedback and maybe even sharing uh, feedback with one another. But let me let me throw out a situation though. A lot of the examples we've talked about so far are ones where it's a good employee who does really good work. We've just got something we want to give them some feedback on to maybe enhance or improve sure. one aspect. Okay. What about you got a really rotten employee that's just not getting it and mm-hmm. you are in a position where you need to be giving them some feedback there's not always going to be that re- that positive frame to put things in i mean any suggestions or tips on that or is that just a you know they're 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 performing at the minimum standard they need to for the job but they're not excelling they're not performing at any level the where we want them to be obviously you've got your performance review that but that may be six nine months down the road what what about you know stopping in their office and giving the feedback for those employees that just aren't really performing at all where we need them to be? I just okay. There are like eight questions there. So oh, I know. <laughs> take one or two. <laughs> all right. Suppose you got a, a patently bad employee, and you, yes. you kind of mixed that up there because you said that they're doing the minimum standards of the job. Well, I guess and I say that minimum is doing the job, right? Which and I guess applaud. my thinking is if they're below minimum standards, below. the hopes okay. would be that they would be either let go or reprimanded yep. somehow more formally. But yeah. if we're talking about more of this informal feedback, you know, what, how do we need to approach that? Well, I think in, in the informality of it probably is going to serve you real well here mm-hmm. because if a person's really screwing up or they are bad in what they do or mm-hmm. they're really nowhere close to what you're expecting of them to be doing, mm-hmm. they need to hear that from you quickly, yeah. concretely, and in no uncertain terms, they need to understand the meaning of your feedback. Okay. You know, which what you're basically doing is saying, look, you know, and still positively approach by saying, I want you to, to work out in this organization yes. or yes. be successful in other words. But work out almost implies you may not. Right. Right. But you can say, I want you to work out in this organization. I want you to be successful in what you're doing. But there's a lot of stuff in your way right now. Hmm. Okay. I like that phrasing a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And you need to know what those things are because I know you can work on them to correct them. What you're really doing by saying that is it's on your shoulders, not mine. Mm -hmm. I got it off my shoulders when I'm telling you about it in a constructive way. Okay. But I'm giving you the responsibility and the accountability to say, do I want to change this or not? Okay. So it's still that casual, I want to stop by and talk to you for a little bit. And I want to, I want to grab you when you have a moment and it's still giving that feedback, but it sounds like this is a little more, it's a little more direct and more directive. We're yeah. not couching it right. in a, the whole right. not matching your standard of quality type of thing. This yeah. is a, and you know, you, you've got some work to do, Yeah. but I think the positive framing you put on it, Ev, we want you to work out. We want you to be successful in this organization. There's just a lot of things in your way that we need to. And you can even use more constructive and more directive terms. After you say, I want this to work out, we, we have a lot of high hopes 
for your performance here, but there's some things in the way. Yeah. <clears throat> you can say what concerns me is, or what I see is your problems preventing you from being successful are okay. those types of things. Sure. But you, you'd get nowhere by being generalized about things. You can't use generalized fuzzy language. Well, you can't go and fuzzy, say, yeah. Alan, you know, man, I want you to be successful, and you're just not getting it, you know? Mm. And, and I'll be, you know, rooting for you from the sides, but man, Let's get on with it, you know, because I got nothing to work on. I don't know what to do That's with right. that. And okay. what do you do with you need to do better? Yeah. I mean, yeah. What, what is your takeaway from that? Or even um, think attitude. I mean, yeah. oh, man, what a bugaboo. I always encourage managers and directors and supervisors to never use the word attitude. Because right. nobody knows what it means. All right. Well, no, when we see it, positive and negative. But if you were to say to a person like, Alan, I need for you to improve your attitude around here. Right. You know, it's really a problem for people. It, your attitude's a problem. I can't let gentlemen expect that person to jump up and say, God, Tony, thank you so Got much it. for telling yeah. me that. I'm going to change my attitude tomorrow morning at 7 o'clock. I'm, I'm going to be so a whole much. different person. Perfect. Right. Thank you. What you're doing there is attacking the person uh-huh. rather than the performance issues right. or the things that they're doing. Well, that reminds me back, actually, I had a friend back in college, a, a girl that anytime somebody was down, or just upset about something. Mm-hmm. Her whole thing was just cheer up, cheer up. It's, it's okay. It's all right. And I kept having to say, and finally I just at one point got to the point of saying, listen, yeah, telling me to cheer up doesn't do anything for me. Mm-hmm. I can't flip a switch and all of a sudden be happy. Mm-hmm. You've got to give me something mm-hmm. to be happy about mm-hmm. for me to cheer up. Otherwise I a am a different way I of am. looking at something right. or a different way. Exactly. Of give me something. So you're the same way you're mm-hmm. saying, don't yeah. just say, Fix your attitude or get Concrete better. Concrete behaviors. Right. You have to behavioralize it and personalize it that way. But this girl at college, was that the one of the girls you brought home for a weekend? I don't really else? remember. They all, there's so many. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. Yes. It's, if it was it, it a probably, cute little redhead, I remember. I mean, yeah, I, I, you know, I would have skipped over that little bump. It probably one is one of those okay. girls. <laughs> um, another thing I think along the lines of the fuzzy language and not being very clear, too, is I think there's a lot of tendency that even if somebody is a very poor performer at that moment and they really need some quick feedback, they need some very detailed feedback. I think there's a lot of uh, inclinations to still want to couch it in as much positive as possible. We're so happy you're here and you're doing, you know, you seem to be catching on to things pretty well. You know, there's just a couple things we want to work on and and get, mm -hmm. but otherwise you're doing great. Mm -hmm. I, I think there's a tendency for a lot of people to still feel like I've got to come away being nice to them. Um, Mm -hmm. And saying something good about their work, even if yeah. there's nothing good to say. And I do think it's – I think the phrasing you put out there is is the right ones, and I like that tone more. We just need to make sure people avoid feeling like they've got to always end on this big, uplifting, positive, oh, but yeah. you're doing this great. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, you, you dress really nice. So that's – you got that going on for you. And but let me, let me tell you a different way to frame that. I, I, I like what I'm suggesting too, okay? okay good. That's well, why I get the big bucks as a consultant, right? right? Absolutely. No. <laughs> There, there's a quote I like, and I've used it before on Leadership GPS, so it may sound familiar to some who are regular listeners. But uh, the quote says, the best gift you can give to someone you truly care about is direct, honest, candid feedback. Yep. I mean, think about that. Mm-hmm. You know, you're already being positive with them because you're choosing to give them feedback. Right. Well done. Yes. Now, feedback poorly done or feedback because I want to stick it to you. Our feedback because let's see if you can figure out why I'm doing this. That doesn't get it. Well, that's not constructive feedback. No, it's not constructive. Yeah. It's feedback, but it's, it's not feedback. constructive. That's right. Yeah. It's like static on the microphone rather than reverberation. That's right. Okay. Yeah. So I thought it was a nice little pun there. Thing, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, you're rolling with that. I Keep it going. That was real good. Yeah. Um, the, the, the thing here is I think that 
one thing you can say to a person, even if you've been very direct and very specific and very candid mm-hmm. in your feedback about poor performance, right? you give them all that they need to hear. I want you to be successful. There's a lot in your way right now that's keeping you from being successful. Specifically, I'm talking about boom, boom, boom. Okay. I really want you to consider doing this, this, this. Okay. The positive things you can leave them with, which is not soppy positive, okay. but it's, it's real. It can simply say, and Alan, I have all the confidence in the world. You can pull this oh, off. Okay, that's good. Okay. Could you say something, too, about you know, the company? We see, a lot of, we see a lot of potential in you. That's why we brought you in this organization. We're ready to see you live up to that potential that we know you're capable of, that type of messaging, right? We're ready I mean, to see you move to that next level, yeah. uh, there, and here's what's going to be needed. Okay. Yeah. Uh, here's, you know, Obviously, if you think them, about feedback, yeah. you're always talking about what to do more of or what to do less of. Sure. Okay. That's what you're really talking about. Yeah. And, and it's like looking in that mirror and seeing yourself the way others see you. Your job as a leader or a manager is to care enough about the people you're leading to say, I want you to be successful. And we see this in you and we want to help bring that out and get over these hurdles. Okay. Great. But to do that, you got to say what those hurdles are. I've got a couple of quick things I did want us to discuss here in a minute. I okay. think I want to flip it around in just a moment and talk about employees, those who aren't in leadership positions, but those who are receiving the feedback and maybe some okay. ways right. uh, to help with the receiving of that kind mm. of feedback. We can talk about it in just a moment, but really quick, uh, let's throw out the contest code for those of you listening, trying to win an iPad. Uh, <laughs> this is the last leadership GPS where we're going to be posting a, a, a code because this right? whole thing ends at the end of March. Okay. So every episode on the mesh that's posted between January 1st and March 31st is eligible. So we're here at the very tail end when this one comes out. Right, this is a new iPad, right? Um, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, it is. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. I don't, I got the costs are all the same. Yeah. We're going to do that. I mean, it's we'll not do a one, one or two or it's a three basically. It's, it's not it's, a used one, right? It's this one is... my, my uh, five-year-old's been playing with for two and a half years. <laughs> and, uh, but I think, uh, I think it'll be okay. So it's beat so, up. Okay. Yeah, a little beat up, a little worn for, no, it'll be a brand new one. Brand new. <laughs> okay. Good. Uh, so the code for this episode is the word feedback, F E E D B A C K. And the numbers nine nine eight eight feedback nine nine eight eight. That's the code for this episode. Feedback can be in caps or small letters. Either way, okay. not case sensitive. Okay. So, and uh, we'll be back in just a moment after these quick break announcements. This episode is brought to you by Drive Leadership, a leadership development and consulting service of the Jackson Group. Drive Leadership is a comprehensive process for preparing current and future leaders for active, results-oriented roles in rapidly changing organizations through the use of leader assessments, skills development sessions, individual or team coaching, and online reinforcement. To learn more about the Drive Leadership concept, visit its website at www.driveleadership.com. And we're back with Leadership GPS. We are talking today about constructive feedback, not constructive criticism, as uh, we decide to reframe that word a little bit very early on in the episode. So we've talked a lot about from the leader and the manager's role and their position about giving feedback to somebody and some do's and don'ts and some why it's important and some things to be careful about when you do it. But what about on the employee side? Let's say we've got some listeners here that are not in leadership positions. Maybe one day they aspire to be. But yet they're in a position where they've got a leader giving them this constructive feedback. I'm going to imagine, because I think uh, I know many of us deal with this all the time, sometimes it's difficult for us to even receive feedback. 
Uh, even when a manager is trying their best to give us that good constructive feedback, sometimes it's a little tricky. I want to maybe talk about why is it difficult for employees? Why is it difficult for us as human beings sometimes to receive this feedback? And is there a different way we need to be approaching it and thinking about it uh, to make it more beneficial for us? Well, yeah, I think on the receiving end, you know, if, if leaders and managers did feedback well, it wouldn't be difficult to receive. Okay. It wouldn't be. I mean, so it really starts there. It starts there. It, it, poorly done, it hurts. Yeah. And we, we rub against, it's like rubbing against sandpaper, you know? And we probably, and as, as just as, as human beings for years, uh, unfortunately, there's a lot of bad feedback out there that we've all become a little more accustomed to. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of employees in the workforce these days are a little more jaded toward it. They yep. think, well, more of the feedback I've gotten has not been done very well. So obviously, if somebody's going to give me feedback, it's a bad thing. The best, th- you know, the, uh, the ideal situation for a leader and a manager is to have a bunch of employees who ask for feedback. But mm-hmm. it's also a wimp out situation for them to put it on the employee's shoulders to ask. Mm-hmm. In fact, sometimes it's, it's nauseating to have an employee come and say, how am I doing? How am I doing? How am I doing? Yeah. <laughs> and that you don't want. But I, I know a lot of managers will say, that person's a great employee because they, they ask for feedback. Sure. Well, they shouldn't have to ask. They should be forthcoming all the time throughout the workday and throughout mm-hmm. the work and everything like that. The, the problem with receiving it sometimes is that it's poorly given. Mm-hmm. It's given either routinely and rotely, like in evaluation times, and we know what to expect and we expect the worst. Mm-hmm. You know, we always, pe- people will err in favor of thinking of the worst if they don't know how it's going to turn out. Okay? okay. Right. The other thing that we mess up with sometimes is, is the language, the verbiage that we use. If we can come in and the people and say, man, I got to talk to you. I mean, I, I've been holding back on saying this a long time, but you, you know, you, you got a real problem with such and such. Oh yeah, you know, that's going to go well. So yeah. when a person gives a feedback out of exasperation mm-hmm. or out of "I've had it up to here," I had a senior vice president tell me that one time uh, just just recently. He was supposedly coaching his, which is a positive thing. Positive coaching means forward moving. Sure. He approached one of his vice presidents, who really I was coaching the guys well, but um, he approached the guy by saying. Man, I've had it up to here. You're working me to death. You know, mm. you just you just ringing me out. You know, here are high yeah. maintenance. Oh boy, here's what I need to tell you. And I, I mean, gosh, you've already rung the guy out like a dish rag before you even get started. Sure. So I can't imagine anybody jumping up and down and said, "Thank you so much for that feedback that you just beat me over the head with." Well, and it sets a precedent too, where a couple months down the road, that same situation occurs. Person walks in the doorway. Immediately, the defenses are going to be up on the employee yep. side. Yep. Even if that manager does kind of regroup and present some feedback in a little bit better manner the next time, sure. it's probably not going to be as still well-received as it should be sure. because of those past experiences. Sure. So we've got to battle against some of those uh, earlier uh, experiences that right. some employees have faced. Another mess-up that we do that affects how employees receive feedback uh, is that our timing and placement of the mm-hmm. feedback. If we're th- think that we're giving constructive feedback by jumping on somebody in front of others. Yeah. That's not right. Okay. That's emotional outrage. Mm-hmm. And so this is where the emotional maturity of a leader or manager comes into play. They got to be strategic about their feedback process. Mm-hmm. They've got to know what they want to reinforce with that person. They got to know what they want to help redirect from that person's behaviors. That's strategy. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that every employee deserves a strategy from its manager or leader. And the fact is, I need to know if somebody, if Joe, Joe was working for me, I need to know what I want to do with and for Joe to get him where I need for him to be, okay, and where he wants to be. 
Right. Okay. You know, take the fact most employees want to do well in their job. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And sometimes a leader in the manager's job is just to clear the junk out of the way. Well, a lack of feedback about how they're doing is junk that needs to be cleared out. So we have to replace that with giving feedback frequently done well. Okay. The best strategy for doing that that is received by the employee best is impromptu. Mm-hmm. feedback rather than again the structured routinized type of thing or out of emotion not not a scheduling a meeting three weeks in advance to that's, give you feedback that's exactly right but also exactly. not storming down the hallway out of yeah. breath and walking in the, in the doorway and yeah. just letting it unload but let's take an example suppose that you envision somebody's behavior see something happening that shouldn't be happening it reminds you that that's something the person's struggling with right now to go to a person and say alan you have a few minutes i can talk to you alone mm-hmm. let's, let's go in here in the office or whatever Sure, it sets a tone like, okay, this is going to be something else. But then you can mute that tone by simply saying, boy, I'll tell you what, you know, you've got so much talent that we want to make use of here, but there's there's something that I was just reminded of outside right. when I saw this sure. that's getting in your way. And I don't mm-hmm. want you to hear from me. I want you to hear from me because yeah. I want you to be successful with this. Right. That's okay. That's good. That's meaningful stuff. The same time with the, the constructive positive feedback. Mm-hmm. On the spot, spur of the moment. Yeah. You know, just the surprise feedback, mm-hmm. going to a person and say, hey, Alan, I haven't told you this in a long time, and I should have. But, you know, I'm so impressed with what you're doing, this, this, and this, and this. Yeah. Rather than routinely walking through a work group and saying, hey, everybody, y'all doing great. Everybody's doing <laughs> fine. Joe, great job. You know, Susie, right up there, baby. You know, on out the door. Right. That means nothing to people. Sure. So meaningfulness, intent rides well with the employee. But sure. what can the employee do to receive it well, okay, regardless okay. of positive or negative? Well, well I, I'm going to think a couple of things all right offhand. I mean, you, employees need to try their hardest. And I know it's hard when their past experience maybe with a boss has been that they've always mm-hmm. gotten the negative feedback. But going into a job, going into a new relationship with a new leader, manager, boss, understand that you know, feedback is meant to be a tool to help you. That's its initial mm-hmm. design. And mm-hmm. I think employees need to remember that. Mm-hmm. It's not that somebody's just trying to exert their power over you all the time. They're not right. just trying to pick you apart to bring you down for some reason. Mm-hmm. In most cases, I think you even alluded to it before, leaders in general, for the most part, want to see their employees succeed. They want to help. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. I think it's key for employees to just remember if a, if a manager or boss or leader comes in and wants to talk to you and give you some feedback, if it's negative, if it's something you're doing wrong, something you need to improve, just remember they're not they're, – in most cases, they're not there to belittle you. They're there to help build you up. And because they have a responsibility to the organization mm-hmm. to see that organization succeed and be positive as well. Right. You're a piece of that puzzle, and they're trying to help you fit in right. with that. So, Absolutely. Yeah. I don't think if there's any way that an employee can say, well, yeah, I, I, um, I'm going to receive this feedback really well that's, that's critical or whatever it might be, or it might be uh, positive, but either way. But how they respond can be very telling about how they think about it later. Mm-hmm. All right. I think there's going to be two levels of emotions about when you get feedback from somebody, positive or negative. One of which is the immediate emotion, sure. how it hit me at the moment. Right. And then the, the later is the residual emotion. Right. Like, okay, after thinking about it, you know, that was, that was helpful. Sure. That, I, I know why they did that. Mm-hmm. You know, I might have done it poorly, whatever, but no problem. So the thing that I think the employee can do mm-hmm. on the spot to a manager or a leader who's just giving them feedback be it critical or, or positive, and say, 
You know, I'm glad you told me that. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure it was easy to hear at the moment right now, and I, I need to think through it, but I do appreciate you taking yeah. the time to tell me that. I Absolutely. Right. Show appreciation for it is the best response, even though you're having to grit through your teeth sometimes. Mm-hmm. Say, okay, yeah, okay. Not to say, yeah, I, boy, I needed that. Thanks, I needed that. Or, right. or to say, well, that's your view, you know, but I could see it differently, not to argue with it, but take it for what it was meant to be. Yes. This is helpful information should you use it that way. Yep. Then the person can respond and say, yeah, well, that was tough to hear, but you, I do appreciate you saying it. I was going to say, the you know? appreciation of just that manager coming in and talking right. to you needs to be, should be shown. That's because exactly then what right. you basically have, you've built up a level of trust now with that leader yep. to say, I'm going to be open to feedback when you give it to me. Yep. Now, yep. like you said, you're not automatically saying you're right. That is something that's a problem for me because I realize sometimes you've got to think about it and kind of process it it a little bit. Work it through. But at least showing that appreciation that they at least came to you to give that feedback I think is very important. That's right. Uh, Now, I would suggest at that point as an employee, if you've thought through the feedback you've received, if you've got questions, if there's things that aren't clear, I would hope that the employee would take the effort to say – I, I want to make sure I understood yep, yep. what you explained Clarify. to me. Clarify. Mm-hmm. I thought about it for the last day or so, and mm-hmm. I had a couple of questions. Mm-hmm. I just want to make sure I understood sure. what it is you were telling me in sure. that situation. There's nothing wrong with that. That's actually great, and I think a lot of leaders would it's really like to see that yeah. um, happen. As long as it's not coming across as defensive, that yep. I've written up in a, a response to every single thing you've said that I said you sure. said I was doing That's wrong, right. and I want to rebut each we- one. Um, that's generally not going to go too well. Well, I think as leaders and managers, we need to expect that if we're giving negative feedback to people, there's going to be some negative emotional reaction of the moment. Mm-hmm. Accept that, plan for it, strategize about it, but say what you need to say clearly, distinctly, don't leave any gaps, make sure the person does understand, but then leave it alone for a while. But mm-hmm. you know what? Rather than waiting for that employee to come back to you two days later and say, hey, thanks a lot, I really do appreciate that, they might, okay, but that's not their obligation. That's right. Yeah. But our obligation as a leader or manager is to go back a couple of days later. And it's mm. a time thing to go back and say, Alan, I gave you some feedback the other day about this, that, and the other. And I know that was tough to hear at the time. Can we talk about that for a moment see how you're thinking about it now? Mm-hmm. That's a great mark of right, people right. wanting to make sure that the feedback was heard clearly. There's not residual collateral damage caused by it. Mm-hmm. That it was done well. Even as a person said, and it's tough to give feedback like that. Did I do it in a way that came across the right way? Sure. Even right. get feedback like that. It's a great mark of people, but we rarely do it. Well, because most good. of the time when we give feedback, we want to think, okay, God, that's yeah, over it's with. done. You Check know. it off the that's list. Right. Move on. That's right. Well, by doing that follow-up, not only as a leader, are you getting some good feedback yourself on yep. how you gave yep. the feedback to that employee? But if the employee does have any emotions that are still kind of a little unhinged from that, that mm-hmm. encounter or some mm-hmm. questions, it does give that opportunity to close the loop on some of those things. Yep. Um, yep. Because I, you know, I think we've all dealt with situations where we have an immediate reaction to feedback we get. We think about it the, the, after we get home that night sure. or the next morning. Mm-hmm. We may have some different opinions. We may be more accepting of it. By that leader coming back a few days later and closing that loop, you're able to sew that back together right. and answer any lingering questions and yep. get a good reading on where that employee is yep. with that feedback. Yep, yep. Good. I think, and we can do a whole session about this sometime, but remember in complimenting or giving negative feedback, there's two realms that we can give feedback in, one of which is called conditional, mm-hmm. and that's feedback given on things that have happened or not happened or not having to the level that we expect them to be done. Mm-hmm. It's always based on performance. Okay. You did well, you didn't do well. That's a great report, that's a lousy report, whatever. But it's all predicated on something having happened, 
In other words, that feedback was earned by what the person did or didn't do. The other is called unconditional. Mm -hmm. Unconditional is relating to the person. That's when we have to be really careful. And I think it's very appropriate to compliment a person and to to give feedback to the person as well as their performance in a workplace. I, I don't see any conflict with that at all. But to say to a person, you know, I really like your being in this department. You add a breath of fresh air about everything your creativity just shines through. That's complimenting the person and who they are. So it's more of their personality traits. And it is. They're not related to something just did well. Okay. Okay. Not a tangible thing, but more of a That's what right. they bring to the role, what they sure. uh, kind of attitude, uh, yeah. personality. Not attitude. Not not attitude. attitude. Okay. Because yeah. if, if, if I were to say, what's an example of unconditional positive feedback? It would be, I like you or you're a nice person mm-hmm. or you're a creative person or something complimenting what they bring with them. Okay. okay. Gotcha. Not on what they've just done. An example of negative, unconditional feedback is something we never want to use. Mm-hmm. You never use. That's right? just saying I just don't like you. Well, no. Uh, well, that's that's uh, one know. way of doing that. But it, you also like the attitude thing. You got a lousy attitude, right. or to say you stink, you know, yeah. or to say you're a very abusive person. Okay. What you're doing is attacking the person. And again, yeah. I don't expect anybody to like being attacked as a person. Sure. You're attacking me, not what I've just done. I can, if you attack what I've done poorly, I can change that. Mm-hmm. But you attack me, hey, I've worked for 65 years on being who I am. Right. How dare you attack me like exactly. that? Exactly. So you never use that fourth quadrant, if you can imagine it as a quadrant. Conditional is positive and negative, unconditional, positive, negative. You use a three, but not the, the, the negative on the unconditional side. Okay. okay. Got it. Uh, I want to try to wrap up here in a few minutes, but I did want to see where there's some some general tips or ideas or things we just want to make sure we leave with the audience about giving feedback or receiving feedback, uh, constructive feedback, as we're using those terms now, uh, that we want to make sure everybody hears and, and, and remembers. Yep. I think let's, let's deal with them. Since we just talked about the employee receiving feedback, right. there's mm-hmm. three things to keep in mind that yeah. I would just suggest that employees – and again, nobody requires an employee to do these things. All right. Okay. There's no requirement. Sure. But if I want to come across as a thoughtful, success-minded employee mm-hmm. to my leader or manager who's giving me feedback, first of all, as we said a moment ago, show appreciation for the fact that the leader took the time to give me the feedback. It Say things be, like <clears throat> it doesn't have to be appreciation for the specific no. thing that they are targeting. No. But it's appreciation for the idea of right. you giving to me to give me feedback. You don't have to say, I liked what you, you're right. You're right on target. No, yeah. I disagree with anything. You just simply say, boy, I appreciate you giving me that feedback. Yes. All right. <clears throat> Second thing they need to do is think about it. Yeah. They need to process it uh, out of the moment, if you will. And then the third part is the most logical. Get back to that person, give them the feedback and reflect on it with them. Sure. And say, boy, you know, the other day you talked to me about such and such. You know what? I think you're right on target with that. And here's some things I'd like to start doing, such and such. Or, you right. know, constructively saying, yep, I, I disagree I, with it. I, I have some disagreements, mm-hmm. not to say that I think you're wrong with it, but I'd like to get yep. more clarification That's or right. understand more where you're coming That's from right. with that. So, so three so. parts for the employee. Okay. Appreciate, think about it or process it, and then get back to the Get person. back to them. Okay. okay. And there again, not requirements. That's right. It doesn't mean that employee doesn't know, have to do those things. It doesn't mean that an employee is a bad employee if they don't do these things. It's just these are things that we know really helps solidify that that relationship between a leader and their employee. Yep. And also, I think, puts that employee in a better position in the future for yep. their own leadership responsibilities. Yep. Yeah. When it comes down to the person giving the feedback, right. be it leader or manager okay. or colleague, you know, we didn't talk yeah, about true. that. Colleague, employee, colleague, employee, we didn't. And that's maybe another topic sometimes. I think so, uh, yes. <clears throat> but 
Four things. Personalize it. Okay. I'm going to read through them first. Personalize it. Describe it. Give meaning to it. And then suggest. Okay. All right. Personalize it how? I think the person giving the feedback, good eye contact, mm-hmm. looking at the person as you talk to them, and using their name. That's what I'm talking about there. Why? Okay. Because they know that you are meaning it for them, that you are responding to them rather than, okay, i got to read you this evaluation form, that right. type of thing. Okay. Describe it. That's where you get specific. There's something you need to hear from me. Mm-hmm. What's getting your way is, and not generalize it about your attitude. Boy, let's just get on track. You know, let's ramp it up a bit. No, those are, you know, those are broad categories. Nobody they don't, don't know what to do with. They don't you tell know? you anything. What do you mean ramp it up? I'm already up the top of the ramp. I don't know what you're talking about. So describe it in varied behavioral terms. Okay. Third <clears throat> is give it meaning. Why is it important mm. that they correct that or continue doing that if it's positive or negative? Why is it important? To say to a person who's that graphic designer again looking over their shoulder and say, man, that just really pops out. Mm-hmm. Then even just simply saying, you know what, the client is going to jump, just go crazy over there. Right. That's really getting what they wanted, I think. Yep. That's giving it meaning. Okay, sure. Why to be good at something. And then if it's on the negative side particularly, the, the person giving the feedback should always suggest alternatives. Mm-hmm. And it's okay sometimes to personalize it. They can say things like, what I, really, what I really want you to do is, or what I would really like to see is, or they can neutralize it and say, you know what, have you thought about this? Mm-hmm. Uh, here's another approach you might want to take with that. Or here's something to think about with this. Or, no, that's not going to work. Okay. I need for you to do such and such. All right. Maybe it's directive or not. But four parts, and that was personalize, describe, give meaning, and suggest. All right. So those four things, that's for the leaders giving feedback or people giving feedback to one another. Yep. It's the more of those we can include in yep. that feedback, it becomes a much more successful process. Yep. But then there is a little bit of opportunity on the employee side or person receiving mm-hmm. the feedback to also respond back. And, and really, if both sides work together this way, in this perfect world where you've drawn mm-hmm. out these ideas, and if both, both the person giving the feedback and the one receiving are able to implement these ideas, you've got a very harmonious relationship where people are willing to give feedback to each other. It's only going to benefit the organization. It's only going to strengthen that team. Uh, it's just, it's a good move for everybody. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. So, Well, Alan, I, I think, you know, and very specifically, I think you've done a magnificent job of facilitating this dialogue this morning. Oh. And that's really important because I think our listeners appreciate that type of mm-hmm. uh, lacing together the thoughts that you've done. And uh, the only thing I would suggest, you know, make it even better is tell me how great I am. Okay. Well, that's my type of feedback. Tony, I, first off, <laughs> first off, I appreciate this feedback. Honestly, I really do. I appreciate you taking the time at the end of this recording to tell me this. And, and uh, uh, I'm going to think about it a little bit tonight. And I'd love to follow back up with you maybe in another day or two. And we can sure. talk about and uh, see sure, Helen. I how, think that, that would be great. how that recording went. So, and I'll look at you as a, he's a better facilitator okay. at that point. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> Good, good, good information, good topic. And again, something that, you know, I, I see a theme in a lot of our episodes that mm-hmm. some of these things are real challenges for leaders because yep. some of these things just don't always come natural. Sure. And it is having to step outside of your comfort zone sometimes to do this. But we do know through our employee surveys, through your leadership development work and everything that employees need, won't desire feedback. Yep. And it needs to be ongoing. It needs to be as needed and not forced into a process. Yep. And that's what keeps employees engaged with an organization, keeps yep. them engaged with what they're doing. That's right. And uh, plus it makes that leader a stronger leader if they are able to give that kind of feedback in a very open form. And it helps the organization achieve what it's supposed to be achieving that's as right. well. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. And, and you're right. When you say these are difficult things, we, we said all along leaders do abnormal things. That's right. But they do them well. Yeah. 
Great. Well, before we wrap up, let me just uh, throw out a few housekeeping information here for anybody who'd like to contact us or find out uh, how to be talking to us about future episodes or ideas or questions you may have. We have several ways you can be reaching us. Of course, you can always go to the website, which is uh, www.themesh.tv. From there, there is a contact us page where you can fill out a short form. Let us know if you have a question, idea, comment, suggestion, or anything on any of the shows that we're uh, posting up here. You can also send us an email at info at themesh.tv. And if you really want to just talk and give us some verbal feedback, we'd love to hear you through our voicemail system. You can call the Mesh line at 828-619-0048. When you call, you'll be prompted to leave a voice message. Just let us know that you're leaving a message for Leadership GPS. Tell us your question, your thought, your idea, maybe uh, suggestions for future episodes. We'd love to hear those. Uh, And who knows, we may even be able to play uh, some of these future recordings in a future episode. So with that, we're going to wrap up this episode of Leadership GPS. Dad, thanks for your time as always. Thank you, son. It's been a pleasure. Good. And uh, we'll look forward to talking to everybody next time. Take care. You've been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.